welcome to the very first episode of Reality Check. If you clicked play on this podcast, I'm guessing you love all things reality TV, from the sometimes strange people that go on these shows, to the absolutely absurd WTF moments, and of course, the drama and everything else in between. So let's get straight into it. This week I started watching Netflix's new dating show, Dating Around, and it's very unassuming and doesn't at all have all that contrived drama of The Bachelor or Your Married at First Sight. It's a show that I didn't realise that I needed. It's so refreshing. Um, I actually ended up watching the second episode instead of the first because I was just kind of spacing out in the Netflix days. But in the first five minutes of it, I was trying to figure out what kind of show it is. I kind of lost my bearings because I hadn't read the synopsis. I didn't realise it was a reality TV show. And I was thinking, is this a drama? Is this a mockumentary? What is going on here? And then it was after five minutes that it clicked that this is actually a reality TV show. And it ended up being a welcome one at that. Can we talk? Nice meeting you. Nice to meet you too. Looking forward to a good date. To the first blind date of my life. All right, I'll choose that. Hope you're not a serial killer. Basically, the show is set in New York City, and each episode follows one person as they go on these five blind dates. It's kind of Groundhog Day style. So they're literally in the same clothes, at the same restaurants, at the same bar, but the only difference is the people that they're talking to each time. The conversation flows from one date to the next and it highlights that repetition, I guess, of dating and how you end up telling the same stories and have the same jokes ready and you have this version of yourself that's neatly packaged and ready to give to someone else on that first encounter. The main difference that I spotted um, from this show to your usual dating shows is that it doesn't have any interviews with the people on the show so you never really get to hear what they're thinking or any insight to how they're feeling at first what happens is there's this voiceover from um, either a family or a friend of them that's briefly discussing them and I guess a little bit about their love history and then it just goes straight into the dates at first I was a bit like hey, I want to know more, what are they thinking, give me an interview, tell me what happened afterwards, I'm still dating this person. Um, But then I actually welcomed the process of just observing this dating ritual or dating kind of process happen. I think also there's this new thing now with reality dating TV shows, well, on my part anyway, where I kind of assume that the majority of people that are on there are there to kind of build the public profile or get more Instagram followers but with dating around because you only do get that first little snippet about them and then you kind of just watch them as they go on these five dates you kind of get invested in in their quest to find love in that it seems more genuine and less about them just building their public persona although you can obviously tell and I know that the show is edited it doesn't shy away from the mundane questions um, that come up when you're dating someone like the fact that you keep having to repeat the same 
things about yourself or even there's sometimes really tough questions that come up. I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps and uh, I believe that our ed education like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq everywhere like such as Another thing that makes this show a little bit more accessible and relatable to is that it doesn't have all that kind of fancy date stuff that you see on Batchy with your helicopter rides or your um, hot air ballooning stuff. And I know that from the Batchy Australia one, probably don't have the budget for a hot air balloon. But with the American one, there is that lavishness to all these dates. And I think having that kind of dinner setting, it's something that people can naturally spot as a first date type thing that people do. And it makes it that much more relatable. The other element of the show that's particularly great is that it doesn't feel like that person is being forced to pick someone just because the producers feel like the audience will love them. There's been lots of um, instances where I've been watching the show and I'm thinking, oh, they're definitely going to end up with that person. They have all this chemistry and it's looking like they're vibing and it's going to go well for them. And they end up picking someone completely different. So I think um, that's also quite a thing that mirrors real life. I know most of you know of someone or probably have these friends where they're dating someone and you meet them and you're like mate cut that off that is not gonna happen for you or just it that's not good for you um and they end up with them anyway for a little bit and just kind of learn from their mistakes i'm not sure i'm not saying i'm not saying that this is what ha happens in dating around but i think there is that part where that person has that free will whereas with bachelor i know that it feels like people are being kept on for our viewing pleasure basically case point a is that a thing case point a first example is um the bachelor the first season i think it was of the bachelor in australia where um i think blake ended up choosing sam frost who is so lovely and then literally after that final episode air where he proposed it was revealed that he ended up he told Sam that look I don't like you which is really heartbreaking I like Louise who was the runner-up and he ended up dating the runner-up for a while so I think because um it looked like the producers um were loving Sam and wanted her to be the final one to be picked they kind of steered Blake in that direction I mean he still made that choice to get down on one knee but he was definitely I think coerced into that decision and with dating around there is none of that there is it just feels like this person has the free will to do what they will and I and you can see that in um, lots of the episodes and the very last thing that I really like about this show is the diversity so many of the singles that are featured 
are either people of colour or there are two episodes about queer people as well and there's also one about a widower in his 60s. So it's really great to see that range and all of the different episodes have a different feel to them so you kind of see dating from the perspective of that um, person. I quickly wanted to talk about what happens in episode two. So if you haven't watched episode two yet, there's probably likely to be some spoilers in this next section. So you can either pause it and go watch that 25 minute episode because it's great or just have it spoiled by me a little bit. Sorry. Um, anyway, the second episode, what happens is um, there's this lovely lady called Gerky and she's going on these five dates and on one of the dates um she's talking about how she's a product of an arranged marriage and when she first tells this guy he's respectful in the way that he's asking or kind I guess respectful he's asking all these questions trying to I think get more of an understanding of that situation and she's being very polite in answering all the questions that he has then things kind of take this really weird turn um, where she starts talking about how she was base- she's basically a divorcee, so she married her teenage sweetheart because she felt that pressure and the expectation from her Punjabi community. And But at the point, she reveals to the guy that she's on the date with that she kind of knew in her heart this guy wasn't her forever, but she had that pressure put on kind of she felt that pressure from her community I guess so she just got married and it's a choice that she regrets and she later corrects by getting a divorce and this is after this guy has her ex-husband has cheated on her as well so anyway so Gerky's revealing all of this to this guy and he kind of just completely oversteps and basically starts accosting her because from, I guess, his point of view, he thinks, how can any man or how can he trust her if she knew that when, if she got married and she knew that the guy wasn't forever? It's really odd and a little bit cringy, but it just really highlights how you don't need to force drama. Dating is a really intimate thing um and it's something that we all can relate to you don't need to add any gimmicks or intrigue to the ritual because the ritual of dating I guess in itself is one of the human's most vulnerable and emotional experiences and seeing one person go on five of them at the same time is so interesting it's gonna naturally give you I guess the drama that um batchy or maths looks for anyway there's also just heaps of um articles that have been written about the show which i will be posting in the facebook group so you can all have a read of it episode um thank you for sticking through it with me if 
you would like to share your opinions and your takes on the show, please head to the Reality Check podcast group on Facebook and join in on the discussion. I would absolutely love to hear it. Um, also kind of just want to say that this is the first episode of the podcast so it could just end up being me talking to myself in the comments group but that's okay you can have a look in there and laugh at me anyways thank you so much for listening in i really do appreciate it 